Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. Hey, Ralph. Ralphie, Andrew, and Dave. All right, I got uh, a little intel. Your Saints Happy Hour podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's a joke. All right? And I'll tell you what. You, Ralph, you mispronounce everything, okay? I listen, I go, what the... Does he not know the English language? All right, Ralph. I try to get an English class in there every now and then, okay, pal? Hey, Andrew! Think you're smart, huh? Think you're smart? You're in big trouble, pal. You piece of shit like you for breakfast. And then, of course, there's Dave. Dave, a little obnoxious? Got a little bit of a chip on your shoulder? Huh? You gotta get cut people down all the time? Is that what you gotta do? But uh, know that life is good. Appreciate it. Do what you do. Keep on keeping on. Shoot out. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Glad to have you with us today as we get closer. We Every day, Andrew, we inch a little bit closer to training camp. And every day in July where we don't have any Saints news, that's a good day in July. Um, so... Summer's moving along quite nicely. Today's episode of the podcast is something we're going to be doing. We'll do a couple more times before uh, training camp starts. We call it Saints Classics, where me and Andrew find old classic Saints games and we watch them and we analyze them. And the thing is for this one exercise, and I think it, I think it was you, Andrew, who said when we when you said, "Hey, let's watch old Saints games." You said, "Hey, let's watch old Saints games, but not like cla- not like famous ones, like the the twenty two thousand nine Saints Dolphins game where they come back, or games that every Saints fan knows, you know, like the Gleason game and all that." Like we're gonna pick like random Saints games from back in the day, early two thousands, maybe a couple Peyton ones, and we did previous one the saints 87 they beat the crap out of the falcons 38 to nothing so like random ones and today andrew this one i love because the video that i found you can click it in the description and watch it it's 16 minutes long it's the condensed version of the game the highlights but it's the saints rams from 2001 where the saints went to the Rams and the Rams were undefeated and the Saints won 34-31 and Andrew if there was ever 
a ga- a time capsule game where you wanted to explain to somebody the hopes and the fears and the best of the Jim Hazlitt, Aaron Brooks experience in the early 2000s, I think this game would be it. The Saints won 34-31, and you saw all the good and all of the bad of the Hazlitt era on display, and this game is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun, man. Um, You know, it... I mean, right out of the gate, the Rams go up 14 nothing. They go down and they do the and typical Rams. And, and it just shows you also how unbe- unbelievably undisciplined the Hazlitt defense could be at times. And you're a Ron Zook, whoever you want to blame. But, you know, I mean, typical Rams, you know, they, they, they love to do a lot of window dressing. You know, they get a huge gain on a bubble screen. They get a huge game. They get a touchdown pass as Hakeem on like a wide receiver pass trick play right out of the gate. Classic Mike Martz opening Isaac drive. Bruce, yeah. Yeah. He, as Hakeem throws a ball to Isaac Bruce for a touchdown. And so, you know, they're up 14, nothing and they're boat racing the saints early. And it looks like it's going to be one of those games where they're just going to be legend. Out. Ernie Conwell's caught a two, had a two yard rush touchdown to make it. Yeah. I got to Yeah. So another trick play there, but like, I got to say, Ernie Conwell on the Rams and Cam Cleveland on the Saints felt a little bit weird since they would swap positions basically, or swatch they would switch switch teams and, and be the tight end for the opponent. But I I don't know, man. It's uh, out of the gate. It looks terrible, and like the Rams start to make mistakes. And I'm still talking about the first half at this point, and they kind of let the Saints in it, but like the Saints fail to really capitalize so as you get to halftime it's 21 to 6 and it's like the saints are kind of getting curb stomped like they should be getting beat way worse after the first half but you're also like man all we got two field goals they should they missed a field goal they had some stupid turnovers like the rams after going up 14 nothing legitimately played awful and like shot themselves in the foot repeatedly and, and, yeah, and it, so, like, you have this feeling at halftime, it's 21 to 6, and you're like, A, it should be a lot worse, but B, I can't believe we didn't capitalize better on the mistakes. Anymore. Yeah, it, it was 24, it was 24 6, and it should have been like 38 to 3. Like, the Rams just, they did the Rams thing, like sloppy, like Mike Martz, the poor, just everything about the Rams, the penalties, the, the being bad, aggressive play calling when a little bit conservative would have helped them. But then, Andrew, in the third quarter, you saw everything that made us fall in love with Aaron Brooks. He made just tremendous throw. The the throw, 46-yard pass to Joe Horn. And then a six-yard pass to Joe Horn. The the, the two-point conversion failed. Of course, Jim Hazlitt loved going for two. At any time, if the chart told him to go for two, didn't matter when it was, he'd just be like, I'm going for two. Uh, the pass to hit Willie Jackson for 49 yards, like it is everything that we believed Aaron Brooks could be. It's just an absolute moonshot, perfect throw between two defenders that he maybe shouldn't have done, but it's so perfect, it's a touchdown. And it's like, it takes your freaking breath away. Yeah, it was interesting watching Brooks again because I had forgotten so much about like just what he was like as a quarterback. But first of all, like I will say, and I had forgotten this, his play action sell 
I kind of always viewed Aaron Brooks as like a raw, like more skills quarterback, less technique, you know, and not, not a guy with great technique, but man, he sold the play action fake better, better than Brees. His sell of the play action is unbelievable. And you go back and watch his tape, like it's, it really freezes up a defense. He was really good at that. And you know what's interesting? So, like, yeah, you mentioned the rocket arm. The throw to Willie Jackson's ridiculous. Ricky, uh, Willie Jackson is completely covered, by the way, and he still makes a great catch. Uh, but I, I just think Brooks, when he stepped into his throws and he had time, I mean, he, he, was, he was pretty accurate, actually. I mean, and obviously he had a cannon of an arm. But his problem, and clearly you see it in this game, too, where he just takes a bunch. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Bunch of sacks. It's just, it's what Zach Streif used to tell us. Like, you know, the difference between seeing a guy open and throwing him open. Brooks, a lot of times, would hang on to the ball too long where he was hesitant to to take risks and and he just took some awful sacks that were unnecessary and you see it in this game four man, sacks yep yeah but but man like when he lets it rip in Joe Horn obviously and, and, and you know some of it like again it, it it feels like James Winston like the location of the throw isn't great sometimes on the back hip or whatever but having a receiver like Joe Horn who could contort his body he could change direction could catch the ball away from his body even if it was out of position, like he was lucky to have Horn. What a great receiver. Joe, Joe Horn, like peak Joe Horn is, Joe Horn was crazy good. Like I know people forget, people think of him because it's so long ago, right? And we, and even, even his ending of like 2006 when he was injured and he was fighting with Peyton. Uh, but man, when they, for, he was, a, he was amazing. He had, he, you know, in this game, t- 12 targets, eight receptions, 121 yards, and two touchdowns. Like, just incre- incredible. Um, the other fun thing about this game was, my God, that Rams, that Rams offense was sick. And and Mike March just had it pedal to the floor at all times, never easing up. And Kurt Warner, 385 yards, but four picks. Two sacks and the Saints defense. Do you want to g- give them credit? But I feel like it's a lot of the Rams self-destructing. But like Sammy Knight, two picks and a sack. Charlie Clemens had a sack. I mean, how did you feel? I I was torn. I wanted to give the Saints defense credit, but like watching it from twenty years ago now, I'm like, eh, that's kind of the Rams just being the Rams. Well, I, I was going to describe it as bend, don't break, but they bent and broke. Um, <laughs> they, 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 the Saints defense was horrible, except that it was like you could tell that their plan of attack was we're just going to gamble. We're going to gamble. We're going to take risks. We're going to blitz. Sometimes it's going to work out and we'll get a turnover. Sometimes we're going to give up a huge game, but, but that's how we're going to play th- this offense. And 
You know, this is a night nice, like so the Rams are six and zero going into that game, and so I think you know if you want to blame Mike Martz, like you know after the game and say, dude, you were reckless. What the hell were you thinking? He's like, dude, I'm reckless every week, and we're six and zero. So like, <laughs> this is the one time it blew up in my face, right? And so whatever, yeah. like I'm gonna keep doing what I do, and obviously he won a Super Bowl being that way, but I I just think this is a important reminder that when you play a team twice a year and you see them every year. Uh, you, there, there's a familiarity, and that's why division games are so tough. And the Saints always matched up well against Mike Martz, but I. So part of it's that, but I think part of it too is these divisional games are difficult because the Saints knew how aggressive the Rams were going to be, and they love to do trick plays. Like they tried to run Asakim pass later in the game. They tried to do it a second time, and the Saints bottle it up. So, and and you know one of the kind of like they, they love to run a bunch of screens and make it look like. Kurt Warner, like there's huge pressure. He's about to get sacked and he dumps it off to some guy and he runs for a bunch of yards like that. The Saints were lucky that Marshall Falk was injured and not playing in this game because Trunk Candidate still chewed him up pretty good. But he had a couple fumbles. And there's a pick that Sammy Knight gets where he reads the screen perfectly. And again, it's like a lot of smoke and mirrors, but the Saints were used to it. And they saw, so they would gamble and they'd give up huge gains, but they would also gamble and get picks. And I, I, I just think... The Rams, this is the one time that it bit them. Like, they were full throttle every week, and you know, there are times that they'd be up 21 nothing at halftime, and they'd win 45-10, to 10, you know, like it, going full throttle like that. But against the Saints, full throttle meant a, bu- a bunch of turnovers and allowing the Saints to get back in the game, and then Aaron Brooks got a little hot, made a couple plays. And, uh, man, though, the Saints were lucky to win this game because at the end, when you see the amount of self-destruction that the Rams do in this game. It's incredible. It's incredible. And, and for the Saints, the Saints, by the way, had tons of fumbles as well. They were fortunate. Deuce McAllister fell on a fumble of his, Ricky Williams. I mean, the Saints did, Ricky Williams had a horrible fumble at one point, which thought you thought was going to kill him in the game. But the destruction, self-destruction for both teams was just horrendous. Each team fumbled five times. And you, you that game, that game ends... And you're like, the Saints should have lost this game by 50. But then when you look at the Rams' mistakes, you're like, they also should have won this game by 50. If, I mean, this this game is magical. Dude, 10 combined turnovers. The Rams had eight turnovers. Eight. They had, it's like if you looked at the box score. The Rams and had said, eight turnovers and the Saints won by three. That's right. Just it's, That's I how mean, bonkers it's, this game was. And the the thing is with, with this the reason why I, the the reason why I love this game is uh I hope you go and watch the 16 minutes cuz it's it's amazing. But like the Rams like talent wise you can just tell they're far superior. Far, far superior. like for the Saints to snatch that win was kind of incredible. Yeah. I mean but the interest, the thing that I that that I wanted to one of the reasons I wanted to do this game is you know the Rams were Oh, they were in the NFC West with the Saints. So they were a rival, but not like Atlanta. But from like 2000, 2001, and 2002, like Saints, Rams, it got to be a thing. And it was hot. And they didn't like each other. Hazlitt didn't like March. The Saints were doing, you know, they started the 2000 game where they went to St. Louis. They did a surprise onside kick to start the game. Like they didn't like each other. They talked trash. It kind of was that generation's equivalent of Saints Bucks, right? It just springs out of nowhere and it's this hot rivalry 
for a couple of years and then it disappears. Um, is, do you think that's a fair, a fair way to characterize it? Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. Yeah, I mean, the Saints won their first playoff game in 2000 against the Rams, and that was a really big deal. Not only because, I mean, the Rams were coming off a Super Bowl the year before right and so or two years i can't remember if it was two years before but they were good they were two the greatest years, show yeah. on turf and, and and it was like unexpected that the saints won the division and that the, the rams were a wild card but i mean everyone and their brother were picking the rams to win that game everyone and so for the mm-hmm. saints to win that i think that was both like i think it was both just like huge for our fan base in the sense that like we had never seen that a playoff victory so and and frankly it was huge relief because you know, the Rams started to make a comeback in that game where we all were. Yeah. I mean, that that's the tightest I've ever been. Uh, I don't. I don't know that I was tighter in the Super Bowl. You know, and I know you could just tell. You could just feel everyone's butthole clinching in the Super well, Bowl. Well, because you got to remember too, in two thousand, the Saints they haven't won a playoff game. Not only that, they have in their previous two playoff games against Atlanta and against Philadelphia epic collapses and it was just like gonna happen again and like this is the saints this is what they do they're about to have this epic playoff collapse i can't believe this is happening but i can because it's the freaking saints like you know but but anyway I, i just think the saints winning that game and i think rams fans being a little bit annoyed like okay like we've won a super bowl you just won a playoff game like big deal and it was a big deal to us because it was the first time that it ever happened. Yeah. And so I think that kind of started a thing. And for a while there, like you said, Hazlitt kind of like as mediocre as the Saints were during this period and as good as the Rams were, the Saints kind of had their number. Yeah. Yeah. They did. And, and it was just, it's, it, it's, it's, it's fun. Uh, it was great fun with the. It's not. It, it's not quite as fun as Tampa because Tampa we just beat their ass repeatedly except for the 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 uh, Jared Cook fumble. But final thought, man. Uh, if this is what Jameis is going to be, kind of close to, if he's going to be like close to Aaron Brooks, like this game shows you you can win with Aaron Brooks. And I think, well, no, I know this year's Saints coaching staff is better than the Hazlitt coaching staff, so it can work, and you just have to kind of gear yourself up. But, man, you, you that's the thing. You look at this game, and it is just like you come away from this game, and you don't remember all the Aaron Brooks flo- uh, flaws after it, Andrew. You just remember the, the laser beam strikes, and you're like, he's a franchise quarterback. It's year two. That dude's a franchise. We got our franchise quarterback for the next 10 years. He knows how to win. And it didn't work out that way. But I totally understand, looking back, why we 100% believed it. Oh, I, the talent was off the charts. And, you know, like I said, there's some things like the play action and all that where you're like, but here's the thing with Aaron Brooks. 
he never really got better. And I don't think he was really, I think he was very satisfied with how good he was coming out just yeah. right out of the gate. And so I think that that's really the issues. I, I don't think, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to say he wasn't a hard worker. Cause I mean, clearly he was in good shape and all that, but like, I just don't think from like a mental aspect film study, like Aaron Brooks, wasn't a guy that lived and breathed football. And, and as we know at that position, you really have to be that. You really have to be a student of the game that just obsesses on it. At a, like, if you want to be great, you got to be in the film room watching tape and just like religiously studying. And that wasn't Brooks. And so yeah. I, I just feel like, whereas his talent was exceptional, he never really got better. And I think in year one and two, we were projecting ahead and thinking, like, my God, how good is this guy going to be when, once he puts it all together? Well, he never put it together. Final thing, and then we'll get out of here. If you had to take one guy off the 2020, 2001 Saints and put him on the 2022 Saints, who would you, who would you pick? You know, it's interesting. Like, I thought about Sammy Knight. But, like, when I watched that game, man, he's a ball hawk, but, boy, is he undisciplined. You know, like, <laughs> he, he, he is, was reckless. And so, you know, he, he would give up some big plays, uh, and he would make some. Uh, I would, oh man, this is tough. Like, I, I feel like right now the Saints, like by far, the best looking player on the Saints to me was Joe Horn. I, I just thought as yeah. a receiver, like, he looked awesome. But like, I don't know that the Saints need a receiver necessarily. Um, and that pass, that pass rush was pretty good. Leroy, Glo I, I, I'll go Leroy Glover. Like, I, just because yeah. I saw him in that game and it's just like, you see how he jumps off the snap. And man, as a pass rusher, my God, he was just you, freaking you awesome. You plug him next to Onyemata, and you're yeah. just wrecking things. My choice, I think I, I know he, I know he fumbled in this game, and he, it wasn't one of his like better games. But man, you pair Ricky Williams and Kamara. Ricky Williams was good in that game. I mean, the fumble was bad, but like, man, yeah. he was good in that. I game. mean, he had 17 rushes, 77 yards. Four catches for 19. Like, you give me a tandem of, of Kamara and Ricky Williams, and if Kamara gets suspended, I got I can I can have my feature back be Ricky Williams. Yes, please. Um that's that would be that would be my choice. And uh these also, games are, John John Carney was what do you make? Five field goals? I mean, yeah. he was freaking locked down solid in that game. Yeah, and this and this back this was back Carney at this level was still he can bang it in from long range. So like he was banging it in he I mean from 44 yards and he could still he could still bang in an occasional high 40s 50 yard field goal. It wasn't like end stage John Carney where he was still really good but like anything outside of 40 was a stretch. This was still like John Carney was still really really good. Um that's a good that's a good choice. Um but guys, thanks for joining us. And by the way, we still have a couple more weeks before camp. So if you want to suggest a game, do it in the comments and Patreon or do it on Discord uh, and we'll do it. But remember, no big famous Saints games. We want random, weird Saints games that are on YouTube's preferably that they won and we can analyze them and we can have fun. I hope you had as much fun yeah, it, as me. It has to be a game they won. If, if you pick a game, they lose like 
probably not picking it. I mean, maybe we'll consider it. But if they lose to the Falcons, like, forget it. Like zero, yeah, like zero chance we're doing that game. So just so you know, yeah, like I'm not like we're not, like we're not doing the 2011 Vernon Davis game. I'm not even doing the Reggie. Somebody somebody said on Twitter, do the the Reggie Bush game where he returns two punts against the Vikings. I'm like, yeah. Well, why do I want to cut myself? Yeah, like, like I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to cut myself and listen to the Cure. I want to be happy. But guys. <laughs> <laughs> make suggestions, make suggestions, and we'll do it. We got a couple more weeks before training camp. Hope you enjoyed this one, uh, and thanks for supporting the show, patrons. And have a great rest of your day, and we will see you again tomorrow. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.